Welcome to the Sunday Night Army podcast, the best local podcast in Windsor, Essex County, Detroit and wherever. The place for news, entertainment and music. Here's your host, Jacob. All right, welcome to the show. I am Jacob, and thank you for joining me in another episode of the Music Series. All right, now, before we get to fantastic music today, make sure you're checking out uh, the link, the link tree and bio. It gets you to everything show-related. gets you to any streaming platform besides the one you're listening on right now. Uh, there is other links right there for you. Check out the YouTube channel, some other videos right there. There's an extra episode here and there on the YouTube channel popping up and doing great. And if you want to support the show, well, I support indie artists. Just check out the merchandise store and uh, pick up a hoodie, t-shirt, mug, I don't know, whatever you guys want with the show logo on it. There's five different logos to choose from. Go check that out, but make sure you're waiting for a weekend where you get 35% off. They're usually once a month. And of course, talk about artists, Spotify playlists. Check it out. Top Indie Playlist has all the artists, over 150 songs now from all the artists that have been on the show. And uh, you get them all in one spot. And once you listen to them, put them on your playlist. Give them some plays. Give them some support. And, of course, make sure you rate and review this show. Gets me higher in the rankings and more exposure for these artists. And that's the best way to support everyone around here. There we go. Let's get to today's episode. So right now, I get to take a trip to the West Coast once again, all the way to California, for my next guest, singer-songwriter, Tamara Burke. How are you today? I'm good. My coffee, because it's only 8 here, <laughs> waking up, but very happy to talk to you and about music, which I love to do. So, yay. Fantastic. <laughs> As Obviously, I love torturing my guests with uh you know time differences and this is what i do and uh, i take no sick pleasure out of it but i appreciate you coming on the show <laughs> of course of course and thank you for calling uh now let's talk about we'll get to the track um today's track is this is me trying that'll be we'll talk about a little bit later on we'll play it on the show all the other cool things but first let's get to know you let's talk about you so tell me what inspired you to be an artist and uh when did you start um, I think ever since I was a little girl, I was constantly writing melodies in my head and songs. I played piano. Um, our house was, it was just like the kids played piano. You know, we went to lessons every Sunday. And so my first instrument was piano. And I think that that sets a a precedence for just hearing music in the house all the time, mostly classical. And, um, and my parents also, my dad particularly, played classical music all the time. And we grew up also having our little record player in our bedroom with lots of Disney albums, you know, classic Disney. And music was just a huge part of growing up. There was always music playing. And I just was constantly hearing catchy melodies in my head and words that seemed to fit musically. And I was always doing that. But it wasn't until I bought my first guitar that I thought about putting songs together in 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 sort of a different type of way. Because as a pianist, I only knew classical music. And 
I, I didn't really understand chords because when you start learning classical music, you don't learn chords particularly. You just learn scales and you learn finger techniques and all this stuff as you're learning Mo Mozart and Bach and, and Beethoven and all these things. But you don't really learn chords, which is the meat and potatoes of rock and roll. So when I bought my first guitar and in my little chord book, I was playing chords and realized the kinds of melodies that I could sing over these chords and started writing songs. This, So that was the genesis of it. Although uh, the first band really only happened when I, after college. Yeah. In port in uh, Chicago. Yeah. Wow, really cool. Well, that's a uh, classical upbringing, but it gives you a, a different view on uh, and a take on the, on music. Definitely. Now, Besides all that, what has inspired you? Because I know you, you mentioned earlier more of a songwriter. Now I want to get—I definitely want to get to the whole songwriting part. But musically, um, on the radio, what did, what did you find that was interesting that it kind of moved you along in, in the whole music industry that you, that you listened to? Like you know what, this is really good, and it inspired you to continue. Um, you mean today, like what I listen in, to in general, in general, even back mm -hmm. then? Uh, well, back then I was really into singer songwriter stuff and female musicians like, uh, you know, Edie Brickell and Suzanne Vega and um, Liz Fair and um, Paul and just like really empowered by all these female musicians. It was just I related to them and I wanted to be one of them. So I would very much get inspired by that. Not that I didn't like rock and roll. I mean, I'm a big classic rock and roll freak. So I love classic rock and roll, you know, mm -hmm. but when I was beginning to write, I was so inspired by their messages and like that they were being so forthright. With their and that was kind of a, a really cool avenue I wanted to take. So, yeah, and even today, I, I love listening to Phoebe Bridgers or to, especially for me, Lana Del Rey, who I really love. I admire Taylor Swift so much. I have a couple of her albums for songwriting. I don't listen to a lot of current music, though. I am very much That's a... Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I... I I, I do listen to on more unknown artists, I would say, because I like I like finding hidden gems. That's really fun for me. But like really popular music today, really the only popular artist that I think is doing anything very unique is Lana Del Rey, like unique, unique, like mm -hmm. pushing the boundaries and has influenced a lot of young female artists. So, yeah. <laughs> well, that's fantastic because this 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 show show his entire premises on finding exactly what you just said is th those hidden gems that you will not get on the radio right now, and it's amazing yes. music. But let's talk yes. about the, the songwriting yeah. part really quickly because um, I love picking artists' brains on the development of of their music, the inspiration behind their writing. So walk me through uh, that walk through your process a little bit. It's always a little different. Sometimes I have lyrics and, and words on paper that are just kind of subconscious ramblings. And um, and then I see patterns in them. And then I'll pick up a guitar or sit at the piano and find the patterns in the words. 
Other times I'll put chord progressions together and words sort of come in the vibe of the rhythm because the words and the rhythm must work together um, or you're retrofitting. And sometimes that is a hard process. I find the songs that are the hardest to write are the ones where I've retrofitted things to a rhythm or to a song. Like it, it, it does, the best songs are the ones that really happen organically. And um, when that happens, for instance, the song that you're going to play at the end was such an interesting process about it because I knew that I wanted, I needed a last song on my album. My second solo album started at the end, which was released in 2022. And uh, I was like, oh, I need a last song. And um, I had a first paragraph, like just four lines, the first verse. And yet when I sat down, I was like, oh, these have a rhythm to it. And I just started hitting some chords. And suddenly the song happened very quickly and very organically. And when that happens, it's so nice and it's so fun. And it's Mm -hmm. so, it feels, which is why maybe you feel like this is so feels so comfortable and familiar to listen to. It's it's purely my own, but but I think that when it's organic like that, the listener feels really comfortable listening to it. Like it doesn't feel like a chore kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, as a songwriter, it's really it's really like amazing when that happens. So, but sometimes the songs are very very hard and take many turns and take many twists and turns and changes. And those are really, they take a lot out of me. And many songs in my albums do that as well. So they all are very different. I I would say very, very different, but I try to have a nugget of an idea lyrically or metaphorically before I walk into a song, because that's what inspires me. I have to have an idea before, because that could also foretell if I'm going to do this on piano, or if I'm going to do this on guitar or the vibe of it, the vibe is really important, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> no, for, for sure. And you hinted at this, our, our, your track here. This is me trying the, just today's track. And let's, I want to talk about this track a little bit more because I mentioned to you before we started, and it's kind of funny. I, I love getting a little bit of behind the scenes that, this track sounded so well, a little bit familiar to me, and obviously, the more I played it, it got more familiar. Um, but there's the the instrumentals, fantastic lyrics, of course, great. Um, and maybe it is what you just said; it, it just felt really comfortable. But tell me about this track, how it came about, and uh, like you just mentioned, it was one of your last on your album. Tell me about that. Yeah, I needed the book and uh, to the album. And like I said, I had that first verse written down. I I, I was a, I just left my teaching career, but I was a teacher for men for a long, long, long time. And I had written down, um, I caught the chalk dust in my hand at last last night. And I and so I was like, oh, this is such an interesting idea. Like um, and I collected all the words that I tried to write and the visual of like writing words in chalk on a board. They don't have chalkboards anymore, but you know, when you write a word in chalk mm-hmm. and then it becomes chalk dust, the word existed at some point, but it, it's gone as you erase the word or as the, as it wears out. And, and um, 
and I collected all the words I tried to write. And, and, and I started to think about how, you know, words on paper and emotions come and go and feelings and emotions come and go and pass and just like death and change because a lot of that album was about my father dying in 2021. And, um, you know, we are, we are all just stardust Mm -hmm. and, um, and I, I felt like that was very apropos. And so I was also feeling quite sorry for myself in many ways and uh, which people do when they're in mourning and they're allowed Mm -hmm. to, you know, and I think, I I think that, you know, it's hard though, because after a while you're so sick of yourself um, being sad that you just want to stop feeling sad. So I wanted to say, well, I am trying and I know that I'm going to get out of this mode of mourning and feeling sorry for myself. I know I'm going to get out of it. And, and so that was the premise for the song. And I also, that bookend idea, like I really wanted to feel like whoever was listening to this song would feel like this is, this feels good as a bookend of an album. And also I can relate to this, you know, um, we are all just trying, mm-hmm. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I think that it, it was a, a really, a really proud of that song. Part of me feels sad that it's at the end because Unfortunately for like indie artists who don't have a record label to back them up, um, when you put your last, you know, most people stream records, you know, people do buy my albums and they're sold out, but the albums uh, and the CDs are just a certain fraction of people who listen to my music, Mm -hmm. people who stream may only listen to the first four songs and then move on because, you know, you're streaming, you have playlists, you have whatever. And this is the last song on the album. And oftentimes people don't even get to it. And it's such a song I'm so proud of that um, part of me in some ways wishes earlier in the album, but then just artistically it needed to be at the end. So, you know, um, but that's a, that's a very big dilemma that Uh I've recently been thinking about as I've been putting together the song order for my third album, which by the time this podcast comes out, my third album is going to be released in August of 2023 with a single in June and a single in July. And um, I'm torturing myself currently about the song order because you do have to think about that these days as Mm a people who's just stream. There's nothing wrong with just streaming. But you do get people who just listen to the two, you know, the first and second song, and then they're like, I don't like it, or I love it, I'll keep listening. And um, many times, you know, you want to spread your songs out to make a cohesive story as an artist. But it's very sad when people just don't explore the whole album to get the whole message, especially Mm. when you're not popular artist or a well, well well-known artist, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In that, in that, what you just said is, is actually very complicated because, and you're 100% right. When you're streaming a song and you like it, you save it, but not everybody clicks on the artist's profile to go and explore all the other tracks. Because that's uh, something extra. When we had CDs back when, 
you know, you just kept playing and it was right there. Yes. Now you have to go yes. in and click and find and, you know, they make it easy to get to a song, but they make it harder for the artist to continue and uh, with the rest of their music to be found. So it's it's yeah, good and bad. Yeah. It's good and bad because when you're thinking about your song order, you have a story you want to tell, mm -hmm. but then also you have to, you know, know that an album has two sides mm -hmm. and there's a change and a shift after the side one to side two, but then a CD as we did in, you know, in the nineties and two thousands CDs, when they were the, at the height went straight through similar to streaming, mm -hmm. except that with streaming it's just so easy to just not even listen to the album at all right so it's super important to think about that and yet as my friends are talking to me about it and the my trustworthy close-knit people who i work with musically are just like tomorrow you can't you can't please everybody and also you can't think about you you have to think about all those things but yet you can't let it overtake your process because if you do that, you're not doing it for yourself and mm -hmm. for, you know, for yourself then. So it's just, it's tough, you know, all indie oh, yeah. artists, have a different kind of dilemma when they don't have a huge machine of PR mm -hmm. behind them, you that know, <laughs> that, that, that is true. That is very yeah. true. Yeah. It is. Yeah, so we you appreciate your own approach. Shows. Yeah, and we appreciate shows like this because you are giving voice to indie artists, even if it's, you know, a, it has a small audience or it maybe the audience is growing. It's still people that are going to hear you for the first time and maybe, maybe take that moment to explore the rest of your record. Mm -hmm. So going on podcasts like this and just taking all the opportunities you can are really, really important. So, you know, I thank you for having this show and because it, it's just another avenue and it's super helpful and super supportive. So thank well, you. Do, do what I can. But I think what we should do is we should have everybody hear the song right now on the show. So let's do yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds great. Let's play it right now. So here's Tamar Burke with This Is Me Trying right here on the Sunday Night Army. I caught the dust in
There you go. That was Tamar Burke with This Is Me Trying right here on the show. Now, it will be on the Spotify playlist for the show. Uh, get this playlist, add it to your own playlist, like, follow, subscribe, all the other fantastic things. Now, Tamar, you just mentioned you're gonna your album will be coming out in August with two singles, July and August. Now, outside of June, that, July, August. June, July, August. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Fantastic. Now, with all that happening, what else do you have planned for the rest of the year? Well, uh, we have some festival shows here in L.A. and San Diego. And for the most part, um, for me, is going to be just promoting this album mm -hmm. and playing some cool shows locally. Um, currently, because I left my teaching profession, um, I have more time, but I do need to start focusing on finding another job, <laughs> even <laughs> though I'm avoiding it really avoiding it but um this album has been in the works pretty much since start at the end was released and so it's coming to fruition and um when it's when this podcast comes out i'll probably have had the second single out or maybe just the first single out so i do want to work on i have one video done already and i'm probably going to work on two more videos so videos take a lot of time and when you don't have a lot of funds you have to super creative and mm -hmm. and okay and okay with not doing something wild and out there and crazy and um and and just be as creative as you can and so those are another focus that I have I love making videos and trying to find creative ways that are cheap on the cheap mm -hmm. so that'll be my next focus to to really try to do that and um yeah, so that's the plan, and uh, hopefully selling out of this album like I have the last two, and um, and and uh, yeah, just focusing on all that. Mm. I love music videos and creating them because it gives the independent artist it's just such a innovative way of working within a certain budget or non existing budget to create something that complements the song. So it's always uh, fun to see uh, what comes out and how it comes out and. You know, just putting it out there to yes. for people to enjoy. So that's fantastic. Now, if anybody listening wants to follow you on the socials, uh, where can they go to follow you and keep up with what you're doing? Yeah. So on Instagram, it's just Tamar Burke Music, T A M A R B E R K, Tamar Burke Music. And generally, if you do Tamar Burke, you'll find me on Facebook, Tamar Burke Music. On Twitter, Tamar Burke, I think, is my Twitter, at Tamar Burke. Mm -hmm. um, of course, I have a Spotify, Tamar Burke, and I have a SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. I have a Bandcamp. So if you really want to buy something, please go there because I still have CDs of Start at the End, and I still have some vinyl because I had to do a second pressing of my first album, The Restless Dreams of Youth. So I do have vinyl of that, and that will be also where my new album will be because that's the best independent store for uh, musicians. Um, and then, um, you can buy stuff on Spotify. I have a little Shopify there, but, um, I think it might be a little bit more expensive than Bandcamp, I think. Mm -hmm. And I'm on TikTok, which is, you know, I play with TikTok. It's kind of fun, but it's not my main focus because it's just a lot of dooms, doomsday, doomsday things on TikTok. <laughs> I try not, In I try many not ways. Yes. Yeah. Oh, geez. It's yeah. just, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So, and I'm on, obviously, on all the streaming Pandora, Apple mm -hmm. music, um, 
all of that stuff and Amazon and YouTube. My YouTube page has a ton of videos. Um, I've made them all myself. So yeah, so please check them out and follow me. And I love talking to people. So leave a note and I'll, I'll text you back or communicate with you. So mm-hmm. please do. Tremendous. Now make it even easier. Tomorrow, Burke will be tagged with this episode on all socials. Nice and easy. Click, follow, like, subscribe, all the fantastic things right in there. Uh, let's make it super, super, super for everybody just to go and follow. And there you go. Tamar Burke, thank you for coming on the show and sharing your music with me. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope us, I, I hope some people liked hearing the song and, and hopefully I can connect with some of your fans too. 